In the beginning was not the word. In the beginning was not the word. That much is clear. Not that the universe of the living was ever simple, quite the contrary. It was complex from its inception four billion years ago. Life sailed forth without words or thoughts, without feelings or reasons, devoid of minds or consciousness. And yet, living organisms sensed others like them and sensed their environments. By sensing, I mean the detection of a presence, of another whole organism, of a molecule located on the surface of another organism, or of a molecule secreted by another organism. Sensing is not perceiving, and it is not constructing a pattern based on something else to create a representation of that something else and produce an image in mind. On the other hand, sensing is the most elementary variety of cognition. Even more surprising, Living organisms responded intelligently to what they sensed. Responding with intelligence meant that the response helped the continuation of their life. For example, if what they sensed posed a problem, an intelligent response was one that solved the problem. Importantly, however, the smartness of these simple organisms did not rely on explicit knowledge of the sort our minds use today, the sort that requires representations and images. It relied on a concealed competence that took into account the goal of maintaining life and nothing but. This non-explicit intelligence was in charge of curating life, managing it in accordance with the rules and regulations of homeostasis. Homeostasis? Think of homeostasis as a collection of how-to rules, relentlessly executed according to an unusual manual of directions, without any words or illustrations. The directions ensured that the parameters on which life depended, for example, the presence of nutrients, certain levels of temperature or pH, were maintained within optimal ranges. Remember, in the beginning, no words were spoken and no words were written, not even in the exacting manual of life regulations. The purpose of life. I know that talking about the purpose of life can cause some discomfort, but considered from the innocent perspective of each living organism, life is inseparable from one apparent goal, its own maintenance, for as long as death from aging does not come calling. Life's most direct path to achieving its own maintenance is by following the dictates of homeostasis, the intricate set of regulatory procedures that made life possible when it first bloomed in early single-cell organisms. Eventually, when multicellular and multi-system organisms became all the rage, and that was about three and a half billion years later, homeostasis was assisted by newly evolved coordinating devices known as nervous systems. The stage was set for those nervous systems to not just manage actions, but also represent patterns. Maps and images were on their way, and minds, the feeling and conscious minds that nervous systems made possible, became the result. Gradually, over a few hundred million years, homeostasis began to be partly governed by minds. All that was needed now for life to be managed even better was creative reasoning based on memorized knowledge. Feelings, on the one hand, and creative reasoning on the other, came to play important parts in the new level of governance that consciousness allowed. The developments amplified the purpose of life, survival to be sure, but with an abundance of well-being derived in good part from the experience of its own intelligent creations. The goal of survival and the dictates of homeostasis are still at work today, both in single-cell creatures such as bacteria and in ourselves. But the kind of intelligence that assists the process is different in single cells and in humans. 
Non-explicit, non-conscious intelligence is all that the simpler and mindless organisms have available. Their intelligence lacks the riches and power generated by overt representations. Humans have both kinds of intelligence. As we discuss life and the kinds of intelligent management that different species rely on, it becomes clear that we need to identify the many of specific and distinct strategies available to those creatures and give names to the functional steps they constitute. Sensing, detecting, is most basic, and I believe it is present in all living forms. Minding is next. It requires a nervous system and the creation of representations and images, the critical component of minds. Mental images flow relentlessly in time and are infinitely open to manipulation so as to yield novel images. As we will see, minding opens the way to feeling and consciousness. There is not much hope of elucidating consciousness if we do not insist on distinguishing these intermediate steps.